Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. minutes past nine o'clock. Chelsea still one up against Crystal Palace. Wolves have managed to schneer another one against Brentford. They're 3-1 up and a bit of a goal fest 34 minutes through there. Uh, this hour, we're talking tennis later on, but we're going to start with a bit of cricket. You heard in Johnny Mack's news there, Jimmy Neesham post-game suggesting it's not necessarily the loss as much, but how we're losing. And I dare say there would have been some bitter tastes around some of the dismissals from the top order. Uh, Jimmy's been good enough to join us while he's travelling now from the Hawks Bay. Morning, mate. Uh, how did you... What was the dressing room? What was the feel like after that one? I imagine it would have been a, a little bit disappointing uh, off the back of that ODI result as well. Uh, morning, mate. Uh, yeah, obviously, never a good feeling in a dressing room when you lose um, a game like that, especially at home, but... Um, yeah, obviously, uh, don't have much time to turn around before the second game in a couple of days' time, so uh, not too much point getting too down in the dumps about it. Just got to, I suppose, dust ourselves off and, and have another crack in a couple of days' time in Tarot. How fickle can 2020 cricket be? Or did it feel like there were moments where you guys were going to actually post a score there? And I, I think back to uh, a couple of partnerships you had that were only in their infancy when they were stopped, but you and Mark seemed to be making a decent enough fist of it, and then you and Sans as well, and just untimely wickets kind of halted any momentum you started to find. Yeah, yeah, that's probably a fair assessment, I think. Um, you know, partnerships are obviously key, and, you know, when you're trying to set a total like that, and, and obviously when you lose, you know, three or four wickets early, um, you don't have a whole lot of room for error, really. Um, it's probably a, a slightly uh, contentious decision, I guess, with Mitch Santner's um, catch mid wicket, but... Um, yeah, I don't think that was probably the losing of the game. I think um, yeah, there's probably a few moments that we could have um, handled a little bit better. But um, yeah, as I said, uh, the bowlers obviously you know did a really good job at passing the game in the second half, and uh, things have gone slightly differently as well in that second half. We probably might have got away with one, but um, yeah, not to be in the end, and yeah, obviously you have to win two in a row now to win the series. When you look at the individual dismissals and and. Your, your own one's a funny one because you've just absolutely pured one and then you've probably been frightened with a <laughs> full toss outside off stump. Do you, do you look at those and you just think they're just human error, they're just simple execution mistakes? Or was there something to the pitch that we couldn't see from home? Uh, yeah, the, the pitch was definitely um, a little bit too paced, a little bit inconsistent, I think, both. 
um, teams really struggled to, to sort of find their timing, I guess. I think, yeah, individual dismissals, I think there's not a whole lot of point, you know, looking at individual dismissals on T20 cricket, I think, unless a, a pattern is emerging with, you know, how you're getting out, I think. The nature of the mm. game is that you have to be aggressive, you have to, you know, take risks, and, and those risks aren't always going to come off, I think. Um, yeah, any time you're, you know, hitting sweepers on a boundary in the last two or three overs, you probably can't, you know, complain too much about that type of dismissal, but I think potentially things where the ball's been moving around a little bit lately, um, we've potentially been a little bit too aggressive and, and not able to, I suppose, give the bowlers um, their dues and, and sort of, you know, wait until the momentum can turn our way, which, you know, in T20 cricket, it's, it's the case of a couple of overs rather than, you know, 10 overs, but... Um, yeah, we certainly you know, had a discussion about that last night after the game and hopefully uh, in Tauron in a couple of days' time on, on what is generally a, a more batter-friendly wicket, um, we can put those, those mistakes right. Jimmy, I, I think about your T20 career and you'd be one of the most experienced 2020 players probably in the world, really, or especially in New Zealand. I'd just have a look at your uh, ESPN Crick Info team list. It's pretty impressive. It probably rivals Grant Elliott's. Um, how comfortable are you in your cadence now when you're playing T20 cricket? Because I thought the way you paced yourself and, and then just started to, to ramp it up was pretty impressive and you looked pretty comfortable out there. So you're, you're pacing when you're playing 2020 cricket at the moment. Is it a format and is it the most comfortable out of the three formats you feel when you when you get in a rhythm? Um, I mean, it's certainly the format I've played the most. I think, you know, that's the nature of, of playing around the world, I guess, is you just get to see a lot of different scenarios, play a lot of different scenarios, and, and, and probably, in all honesty, get it wrong uh, enough that you you start to learn, I suppose, what to do and what not to do in different situations. I think season cricket, obviously, is, is more condensed, so you don't have to, I suppose, change your game plan for as long as you do um, in one day or test cricket. But, um, yeah, I think the way, you know, me and Mark Chapman uh, and Mark Santner sort of communicated out there around what we thought was a pass score and, and what we were trying to get to was was pretty much spot on. We just fell over a little bit at the end there. I think we've been speaking about you know trying to get 145, 150, and that'd be a really competitive total. Um, and we were probably hitting that way until the last couple of overs. We just fell short a little bit. So um, I think the communication was good. Um, as you mentioned earlier, it's, you know a few execution errors um, let us down a little bit. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. I was gonna. I was. I was wondering. So 150. It really isn't that far away then. And. I mean, the, the Adam Milne six to the last for the last ball. That's as good as a cricket shot you've seen. <laughs> it was fantastic just to tack six on at the end. And then with the ball, I, I don't know. Do you like being called a golden arm? Because you seem every commentary. It's almost like, it's almost like um, <laughs> you know the, the old Jacob Warren was a goalkeeper. Gold, golden arm Jimmy Neesham just seems to pop up. But you did take a pretty timely wicket last night to get take Shanto out just as he was starting to take it away. So. There probably was a couple of times with the ball as well. You guys thought that you might, you, we were back in it. Is that how it felt? Um, yeah, we were definitely in it. I don't think we were ever on top in the second innings. Mm. I think we were always kind of hanging on, and if things went our way, we would have a chance. But uh, I think that's just the nature of you know how we try and play our cricket is to, to try and scrap for wins like that, um, never give up. Um, and unfortunately, yeah, we couldn't quite get across the line. But um, yeah, you know, I think the nature of when I bowl in T20 is that it's always, you know, a pretty aggressive time. And, you know, when, when batsmen are being aggressive, you've got a chance to get a wicket as well. So that's, you know, the silver lining, I guess.
Yep, makes sense, mate. And, and it was great to see Ben Sears unleashed, um, looking at positives. So hopefully he took some confidence and he gets another run. I'd love to see some consistency in, in selection just to let some guys have some um, time out there. What What's the difference heading to the bay from McLean Park? Obviously, the dimensions are entirely different. Usually a pretty good wicket. So pass score, without knowing and without seeing the pitch, is probably going to change quite dramatically. Yeah, I think so. It's always a good service in Tauranga. I think the, the ground dimensions as well are, you know, more akin to, to regular cricket. So um, the spinners will probably be feeling a little bit better about that. But, um, yeah, still a, a very good batting surface. Um, you know, we've played a few games. We've played a lot of cricket there now around the New Year period. So and we know what to expect from the surface. And, and as I mentioned earlier, you know, it's do or die for us now for the series. Got to win two to, um, to take it away. And, and hopefully we can give, you know, the, the New Year's punters a a good time on the bank and they can enjoy it. Oh, the atmosphere will be fantastic. Do you, how much do you talk about winning series? Like, it's it's obviously imperative. You guys are high-level athletes and competitors. You you, you want to win a series, but you also just want to play cricket to the style that you, you set and you want to execute what you say you're going to do. But is it something that was spoken about that it is do or die now, or is it, is it just everybody knows that it doesn't even need to be said? Um... I mean, it's mentioned in passing. I think um, you always have a goal going into any tour that you want to win the series. And I think, um, you know, winning breeds, you know, winning in that kind of scenario where you are going to world tournaments and you are playing, you know, group games under pressure where um, it's win or go home. And if you've got the experience of of treating series like they do or die um, leading up to that, then you're obviously a lot more comfortable in those conditions. And I think um, our tournament play over the last, you know, eight or ten years is, has been really good. Um, we've handled those pressure situations really well, and um, you know, also in these bilateral series, we've often seen ourselves, you know, one down or or two one down in, in five match series, and, and having to chase from behind. So we we have that experience of, of having to perform under that pressure. Okay, well, Pakistan up after Bangladesh, so a good extended period now in um, twenty twenty cricket, which I'm sure will absolutely help, mate. Uh, thanks for taking our call this morning, Jimmy. And yeah, really, look, it was nice stuff. It was a pleasure to watch you. To be honest, last night it looked like you were firing, and that one did it. Did it? Sh- did it surprise you? I just, I'm sorry to ask. You probably don't want to talk about it, but it just looked like you were devastated when you found the fielder there, and I, it almost like it. Look, obviously, you didn't, but it looked like you hit it to him. It was, it was. Just, I'm sure it was kind of hard to see exactly where it went. Yeah, I, no, probably the opposite of being surprised. Actually, I think you know it was that was where I was expecting him to bowl really after you know obviously going um, yeah the distance on the league side. I was expecting him to go on the offside, but yeah, I just tried to place it a little bit more over the point and, and sort of hit it too well, um, which is obviously frustrating when you're you're not trying to hit the six and you hole out. Um, but yeah, <laughs> obviously less than concern and. Hopefully, if I get the same ball in the next game, it'll go five or ten metres either side of that guy. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I, I, that's it's a great way to look at it, mate, because you were definitely in some sort of touch. Uh, nice to chat, mate. All the best for the next couple and then Pakistan after that. Cool. Thanks, mate.